What's up, everybody, and welcome to Inside the Disney Vault. Welcome, or welcome back to, depending if you've been a longtime listener or not. But for those of you just tuning in, this is the only exclusive <laughs> podcast where we watch every single Disney animated movie in chronological order, every Pixar movie in chronological order, and guess what? We're watching every single DCOM in chronological order, too. I'm Oscar. I'm Claire. I'm Rachel, and I'm wondering who is the one person who's like, <laughs> Xenon Z3 is my favorite movie. I'm tuning in to just this episode. That's true. This is a sequel uh, episode. <laughs> I mean, yes. In all honesty, if I was... If I looked at the episodes for this podcast, and this was my first week looking at it, and I saw this was the first episode, I would be like, no, I'm going to go back and start with a different episode. <laughs> exactly. I bet but you it was know what? Just someone just Googling this movie and then being like oh, oh finally a podcast where they yes. talk about oh, it maybe, yes we maybe. need more z3 content we're yeah. providing maybe, maybe. a service yeah maybe but- they didn't know that there was a third of this movie yeah <laughs> and then when they found out they were like "Ooh, maybe but I'll- also yeah i bet you a lot of people i didn't know there was a third i had never seen this movie had you I two mean, seen this I well i've never seen it but before we do that we got to talk yeah. about what we're seeing in the vault <laughs> yeah sorry oh oh we sorry, really okay. Uh oh, we really spoiled it. Yeah, what do we you see in this jump vault? To light speed, real mm. quick. <laughs> we do. Uh, get. Let's get back in our time machines. Wait, that's not part boop, of this. Boop, boop, boop. Um, <laughs> what do you see in this area of the vault? Oof, there's, um, there's a lot to see, but I'm seeing some popcorn balls. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I'm seeing a lot of Z's. I mean, let's. let's mm-hmm. see oh yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a hot topic girl. Yep. <laughs> Yes, yeah. she's a little, oh, yeah. yeah, she's very hot topic-y. I mean, you know, we spilled the beans. We are talking about Xena. Xena Z3. Is that the official title of it? Yeah, I think it's Xenon colon Z3. Okay, okay. They just got lazy. <laughs> yeah, Xenon the Zequel, they could have done Xenon the Zerd. <laughs> or, Z- or honestly, Xenon Cubed. Would have been great. Mm, mm-hmm. Z to the Would've third power. Z to the That's third. That's for the ninth one. That's for the ninth installment. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the math works out. Let's that, hope. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Let's hope that they have that many more. So let's do some smart housekeeping. Okay, so original release for Xenon Z3 was June 11th, 2004. Um, we do have some fun facts here. This film takes place in 2054. When it premiered on Disney Channel, there was a quote, hidden, (laughs) Uh, loosely hidden. Um, They really plastered Zs all over this thing. And so, okay, we've got Raven Simone returning, which I don't know why that's a fun fact. It just is kind of a thing. Um, Well, I don't know. Returning is, uh, I I would say, strong, a strong (laughs) word to use. She phoned in. um, Literally. (laughs) Zoomed in to this movie. Um, So our cast, we've got Kirsten Storms as Xenon Carr, Lauren Maltby as Mar- Margie Hammond, Raven Simone as Nebula Wade, Allison Morgan as Dasha Plank, Stuart Pankin as Commander Edward Plank, Holly Fulger as Aunt Judy Kling Plank, uh, Glenn McMillan as Bronley Hale, Ben Easter as Sage Borealis, Nathan Anderson as Protozoa, who is mm, not, we'll talk not about that. the Protozoa we know. It's not Philip Bryce, is it no. Philip Bryce? Is it? Yeah, Reese? yeah. Uh, Damon Barry as Pat Numbar, uh, Fumi 
Mthambu as Cassie, Joanna Evans as young Selena, Carol Reynolds as Selena, and Nikki Joshua as Cosmic Blush. Aha! Yes. Uh, so the returnees, I would say, is Xenon, the girl who played Xenon. Mm-hmm. The aunt, the captain... Yeah. Uh, the, the Mar Margie. Yep, yeah. and that's it, right? Yeah, those are the four who are in all three of them. Wow. So you nailed it. Yep. Wow. Other than that, we've had some switcheroos along the way. As Xenon's parents switched and then disappeared. That's true. Yeah, they were just straight up not in this one. And yeah. also, um, we had a live viewing of Xenon Z3, yeah, and true. one of our listeners uh pointed out that one of the actors was. An actor from Power Rangers, specifically Power Rangers Lacey. Ninja Storm. Shout out to Lacey, Lacey for having a keen eye. And 100% I can confirm that it was the yellow Power Ranger in Power Rangers Ninja Storm. I would say one of the weaker was seasons that of the Power Bronley? Rangers franchise. It was Bronley, yes. Okay. Um, but yeah. Well, so and you, that's, lo- you love to see it. Power Rangers in your decoms. That's on the, I mean, bing- I the bingo card now. Somebody suggested mm-hmm. that. And I Mm -hmm. think that's great. That's a great one to have. Oh, yes. So, um, boop, boop, boop. Uh, this is the character, just so you know, another fun fact. The character of Selena is named after Selene, the goddess of the moon in classical mythology. However, some late classical poetry gives that role to Artemis, goddess of animals and the hunt. Mm, Interesting. Also known as Diana. Right. Wonder Woman, right? Mm. Crossover. Whoa. Wonder Woman is a decom. That's what I'm hearing. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, she's a DC um. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which stands for DC DC Comics Original DC. Movie. There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay. DC Original Movie. Oh my gosh, we're doing it. We're doing it. Um. Well. All right. So do, let's zoom, zoom, zoom in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To Xenon. Uh, so we start out, we're on the space day, the classic ab roller we know and love. Uh, Xenon <laughs> is in like a driving test. She's learning to drive, a f- or she's being tested in a flying car with Plank as her driving uh, evaluator. Which someone pointed out, this man does everything. He's yeah. the captain of the space day, and then also he is the driver's ed teacher right anytime they need an authoritarian sort of figure they just put him in there saves money uh, they spend a lot of money or authority why does that sound wrong <laughs> just some kind of Author- yeah you mean authoritarian maybe maybe uh, yeah no i don't think i meant that just anytime they need like a grown-up basically or like somebody who has some kind of uh you know Ability to give you a driver's license. So um, she gets 40 out of 50. She's great. Yeah, but um, then there's some weird stuff because the alien or some weird, like, amorphous blob is, like, pushing the the pod out of the space station. And then there's calamity ensues. So yeah. that's a little sus right away. We're like, okay, something's off here. It looks like the aliens from Xeon's uh, the sequel, but... A hundred percent. And it was a little confusing, I must admit. Yeah. But we'll find out what it. We'll put a pin in it. Yeah, we'll see what's up, what's going on. So we find out about Moonstock Fifty Four, and that's sort of like a music festival that's happening on Earth. Oh, it's no, that's no, happening it's on in this on the moon. But she's going to the Earth first 
to, or I guess, yeah, she's yeah. going to the Earth. Because <laughs> uh, in order, because the, the whole thing, there's a competition and Xenon is a contestant. And one of the first thing is a pod race from the Earth to the moon. And so they have to start out on the Earth. And that's where they have like the welcome party on the beach. Yes. So, yeah, Margie and Cassie are there. And then we also are introduced to Bronley Hale, who's like this hot boy contestant. The girls are really excited. He's there. And he's one of the... So, question one of 500 that I have. Okay. What's the purpose <laughs> of this contest exactly? Um. So they're building a moon settlement, right? And they're having a festival on the moon. And the contest is to see who gets to be the moon representative. I don't know. I'm making that up. <laughs> well, so I, yeah, I don't know what the contest part is that goes with the festival because as far as we don't know about the settlement yet, I guess mm-hmm. it's just a way to like hype up this Coachella on the moon situation. Yeah. So we have what first, first event is the race to the moon. Um, but I don't think we're there yet. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, there are six contestants, uh, Xenon, Margie, Cassie, uh, Bronley, and these two other guys we don't meet. Shame. That are integral to the storyline. <laughs> they are just essential. That's what Xenon's four, five, and six are about. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so they, uh, Xenon goes to Aunt Judy's house, Aunt Judy and Plank's house, and they tell her that they have a foster daughter. Mm-hmm. And they really love her. She's great. Uh, she's 10 years old. And she's exactly like Xenon. I mean, exactly. Like she's her. just exactly like her, yeah. I don't even know how she knew which outfit Xenon would be wearing that day. But they creepy, are actually. twins. Twin outfits. Um, well, so in this th- day and age, there is Instagram. Um, so she probably Instagrammed her story. Oh, um, yeah. And then Dasha she- works fast. Oh, yeah. wow. So Dasha was just looking at her Insta stories, not even her main posts. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Ooh. oh, she's wearing the pink jacket today? Because you get okay. the immediate in the stories, the posts, or whenever. You never know when those are being posted. You know what I mean? Ah, good point. I thought mm-hmm. it was Dasha. It could be Dasha. Uh, I think it is Dasha. Dasha. Yeah, it's Dasha. That makes sense, too. Okay. Like, you know. I, <laughs> so, I, the reason why I thought of that is because there was, like, that thing on the internet about someone's name being Dasha, but it's just a dash. And then oh. an A. I'm sorry, what? Have you seen that? Like, that's how you spell it? There's, like, a meme thing about it, I think, where, like, someone's that's not real. name that is Dash and then an A, and that's their name is Dasha. I also saw something. Uh, I mean, what's-his-face's uh, son's name is some weird thingies. What's-his-face? Elon what? Musk. That's oh, Elon it. Musk's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I saw a TikTok about a person. It was, like, the entire alphabet minus the l and the girl's name was noel but oh. it's like actually spelled with all of the other letters i can't it's no having kids for the dumbest reasons no it's no no creative. no. these are human beings people have to understand these, these people want to be in sag right and you have to have a special name right oh, oh so their parents God. are helping them out their parents are ridiculous just- you know, it's like Jermaine Jackson calling his kid Your Majesty. No. <laughs> no. That's fun. I like doing that. that. That's fun. Uh, so they go to a party on the beach and they talk about how hot Bronley is. And Xenon is not intimidated by him, even though he's favored to win. And she gets confronted by this environmentalist named Sage. 
who doesn't want them to go to the moon. He's really against it. He doesn't want them to colonize it. He thinks it's beautiful as is. And yeah. she just is doesn't really. When uh, Xenon is wearing her purple dress. Uh, I think that's the next time. With the shoulders he... cut off? Yeah, yeah, I think that that's oh. the next part. Cause because there are there are multiple moon parties, but you can definitely talk about the dress. Yeah, okay. Well, the moon dress, the purple moon dress is my gimme that, gimme that. Um, <laughs> I like the shoulder cutouts. I like purple. It's my favorite color. Um, I think also Samantha said that it was her gimme that, gimme that too. So. It's okay, really good. shout out to Samantha. It's We're good. Gonna, it's a good yeah. one. It's got some like beautiful <laughs> like holographic glitter stuff happening yeah there's a lot of fun outfits yeah it all felt sort of like retro 60s space age very Mm -hmm. jetsony and i would Mm -hmm. say i said i said it on the live watch that it feels very buzz lightyear universe like a shared Mm. universe they would all have which Mm -hmm. buzz lightyear also dresses the same as the z3 people yeah, which then we talked about how this could technically be in the Pixar universe because the new Pixar movie is the Buzz Lightyear one. And wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dasha has this scrapbook all about Xenon. It's crazy. Oh, but right before that, Xenon can't sleep. She has a dream where she's on the moon and she's wearing a pink nightgown, but that's all we see. And right, then we, and then we also discover that like she's not the only one that has dreams mm-hmm. about her. All her friends do as well, and right. that's sort of bizarre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then her bedroom is really cool too. <laughs> is that another? Give me that. Give me that. Yeah, give me. I specifically want her purple fuzzy blanket. Mm. I want to give me that. Give me that. Mm. Uh, but her mm-hmm. whole room, I we talked about this, is very limited to Delia's, and I love it. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So Xenon talks to Aunt Judy about how Dash is a little intense, but Aunt Judy just says, you know, she looks up to you. Uh, so That's one way of putting it. <laughs> Others would say obsessed. She's just trying to, you know, Why take your identity so with me? Uh, and everything about you. Uh, so we cut to our new protozoa Ugh. and we find out that he Sacrilege. wants... Sacrilege. Yeah. It Heresy! Is, honestly... It it didn't have to be this. It didn't have to be protozoa. It you could have been wider, right? So then I just felt more offended by it. I don't know. It was just <laughs> weird because it was like, yeah, it just wasn't a good recast, really. Like they should have just made a different character. I think. Yeah, it wasn't a one to one. Yeah, it was weird. I think because the whole purpose of protozoa being there is that like he his star is fading as someone else's star is rising. Right. So maybe that's what put. Why can't y'all get the original protozoa? Or cast I, someone that looks, I don't know, maybe uh, <laughs> of color, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Or just, like, change the story, because protozoa didn't technically need to be there. True. Yeah, there could have been another celebrity. Like, they could have been, like, huge star. Like, we would have gotten it. Yeah. Or, like, because he's on the phone with, or he's on, like, a robot call with his agent and he right. says he wants to play the moonstock festival but his agent guy's like well i don't know you're not booked for it or um, like um or like they could just get the old actor in for like a raven like <laughs> yeah situation because which we haven't even talked in. about raven yet and she uh is on some island somewhere on a vacation Doing Truly. some green screen acting. Absolutely oh inconsequential to the story. But yes, it looks like 
they just got her real quick on the set of something else and put her in front of a green screen. Yeah. And her character is very different from the, from the nebula we saw in the first movie because the nebula (laughs) nebula in the first movie was kind of like the sidekick, the best friend. But this nebula is all main character vibes. It's Mm -hmm. like all about me. Let's be real. That was not nebula. We saw that. We saw a little bit of Raven in Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. That was Raven. That's what D seven and D eight are about. Nebula. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, I would like to see. I want to know what's what she's up to on that cool island. Raven would never. <laughs> she might. She's, she's on like, Raven's listen, if I'm going to star in this movie, you best change that Z to N. Better switch <laughs> would you it, put it sideways, it? <laughs> turn it askew. That's better. Pretty easy to do. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, uh. Right. Okay. So we have another party at Moonstock, and they're eating dinosaur bones or something crazy. Well, one of them is, or not Moonstock before Moonstock, right? Because we're yeah. still on Earth. Um, right. They're eating some something oh, with giant bones. Giant, which makes me think, what strange. animal is this? This is very Flintstones. Also, they're eating, you know, very soylent green. <laughs> what kind of animal did they mutate to eat? Um. So Xenon and Bronley have a sort of flirtation and Dasha interrupts them right before they're about to kiss. She says the iconic line from the first movie, kiss him already. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't because Dasha interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. So they go home to Aunt Judy and Uncle Plank. (laughs) This doesn't sound right. Uh, Uncle Plank's house. Uh, and Xenon tells Dasha that she just needs to be herself, you know? She, she's like, Xenon is Xenon, Dasha's gotta be Dasha. And, uh, Dasha hears them, uh, Plank and Judy talking about what we see as a puppy, and how it's a lot of work, and they don't know if they can keep it, and she assumes that they're talking about her. So she gets very sad, and, um... Oscar, you had a big reaction in the live watch because you felt um, tricked. I felt tricked. I felt lied to. Oh, because they really set it up like they're talking about Dasha. Dare they? Yeah, but then there's a big reveal. They have a teeny tiny puppy that all all of us. Who knows where the puppy came from? Mm-hmm. Puppies are cute. Puppies are cute. It was a cute puppy. It was a really cute puppy, puppy, but puppies like they're not easy to get. Can't get them fast. Like they're also you can't take them for walks for like several weeks. Like oh yeah, probably didn't even have all its shots yet. Maybe it was cloned and genetically engineered to like not (gasps) poop or pee. Oh my gosh, what if that puppy, its mom was the bones that they were in? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) The puppy's been abandoned because they ate the mom, and now they have the puppy. <gasps> its mom was gigantic. Yeah, it was yeah. a big. That puppy's gonna grow big. Oh wow! <laughs> now that is the xenon I want to see. That's a lot more info. You want to see more puppy on. eating? No, 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 no. I just want to know what's going on. Oh my gosh, that's like that Netflix movie. What was that called? The one with the big things that looked like hippos. Okja. Yes, Okja. Yeah, that was good. That was like Netflix's first original movie. Um, anyway, uh, so Xenon, oh, so we see quickly on the news that it says, uh, they're going to a festival and it looks like Coachella. Um, so 
350 teens are going to a unique festival. And then Xenon meets the puppy and is just like, oh, cute puppy, cool. Just because I guess we need to see that she knows that there's a puppy. And then Xenon goes to the beach where everybody... To the beach, of, each? Let's get Let's away. Beach, away. Each. Let's, yes, yes. Uh, and, uh, I mean, she will get on a starship. So... Uh, there are a bunch of people going onto like a big shuttle, and then all the racers go into their individual hey, pods. Was Nicki Minaj influenced by Xenon? There's Nicki just... Minaj was Cassie. Wow. Okay. Whoa. Wow. 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 Okay. I mean, Starships is about her aesthetic. adventures with Xenon. With Xenon, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> So they get in their little pods. Um, we see this announcer guy. What's his name? Num Mum Mun Num Ron Numbar, Numbar or something like that. Pat Numbar. Numbar. Yeah, Pat. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Pat Numbar. He's talking into his like hairbrush-looking mic, as yeah. uh, I think Oscar pointed out. I um, pointed out. No, Rachel. Oh, did. Rachel pointed it out. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, and so he's talking to this like thing, and he's very. He's got like a weird. Vibe. He's weird. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the direction that happened or if the actor just sucked, but it was very strange. It was yeah. a very odd performance. Yeah, because was, he was a creepy character. He was creepy, but his voice was so deep and like. But said lines very weird. Yeah, very like static lines, yeah. kind of. And then I, also I like. Don't, I, I don't want to assume anything. But I have a feeling maybe English is not his first language. He seemed like from Norway or Finland yeah, he or seemed a Scandinavian like country. Very carefully delivering lines. Well, he also had super blonde hair and then those invisible mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, no offense to anyone. So he was the hottest guy there. But it's invisible and it's weird it's like he's from far away you're like he doesn't have a mustache but closer you're like oh he has a mustache (laughs) (laughs) and it's the same color as his skin (laughs) so um so they race to the moon and z so there are only four places though out of six racers and xenon bronley and the um, two other girls place which what a what a surprise are characters that we know something about place yeah. and we see that that alien like light that stops the other two boys mm. so the other two boys yeah there's some there's some business going so on did xenon cheat <gasps> yeah well, well I don't know. xenon had a little stowaway because dasha is in her shuttle and then oh they goodness. find out she finds out about the puppy and it's like, Oh, I mistake the puppy. I am, I'm at least glad that they <laughs> did oh, clear I mistake. that up. <laughs> I'm glad they cleared that up sooner rather than later because that would have just been silly. That's a thing was... you can say. If you mess up, you say, Oh, I mistake. <laughs> I mistake. <laughs> oh, I mistake. Oh, I no. miss steak. I do too. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so they go to this like space station moon stock location place which is like party central um and then we get a little we zoom 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 back to protozoa 
And he's like ready to leave. He's like, let's go, let's go to Moonstock. But his agent bot is like, dude, you're not booked at Moonstock. <laughs> and so Protoss was like, I'll just book myself. Um, then our hairbrush man explains to the crowd he staged a festival on the moon. Why? Because he can. Which mm-hmm. I don't know about you two, but it seems like that's not the real reason. I but mean... I guess it kind of is the real reason. But you know, there's there's more there are more reasons. Uh, so Cosmic Blush performs, and that's our like girl group. Okay, because yeah. we thought. How would you compare them to? Their name was Selena, but it's Cosmic Blush. Mm-hmm. I think the main singer is named Selena. So who seems to be the star of this, this group. Okay, I think I understand the confusion. We saw posters of Selena, which is the imagery for the festival, and that's like an image that you know Numbar drew of okay. Selena. So, so that's like the idea of Selena. The goddess of the moon. Exactly. And that's and then, who Xenon sees in her dream. But it, the lead singer is different. That's Cosmic Blush. Exactly. Her name isn't Selena at all. But yes. we get confused because they're both blonde girls that look exactly the same. And exactly. they both look like the girl from Pixel Perfect, which we talked about in the yes. podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, and okay. that's why there are two people listed as Selena is because one is the one from Xenon's dream and then one is uh, the other The one. idea. Still very confusing. Still <laughs> very confusing and could be honestly simplified a whole bunch. Uh, or even made a th- made a big deal about like Even if they just like looks. hired a Selena that was like a brunette, it would have changed everything. Yeah, or gotten the same actor to play both. Or someone made a point, yeah, being like, oh, look, she's so, like, gentle and nice. (laughs) Because I think that was the point, is that people thought of her in this one way. But then we see her in a different way. Um, So Xenon gets a call from Nebula, and we see that she's in these extreme temperatures. So even though she's on the beach, now it's gone from summer. Beach, let's go get away. (laughs) I know. So she's gone from these conditions that are warm, like from the summer to winter in a single day. Yeah. And it's very like we global warming. We've man. got this. This is it's happening. Real. It's it's real. Um, Plank and Judy can't find Dasha. And then Xenon has another dream that she's planting a US flag on the moon, and this is where <laughs> the other Selena arrives. And right. then Margie and Cassie also had this dream. And Xenon thinks Selena is calling her out. Like she's calling to her for some reason. Um, but we don't know why. We don't know what's going on. Listen uh, to Selena when she's calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to Selena. I made this up. I don't know where you're going. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made this a musical episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so uh, Xenon talks to Bronley and says that um, uh, sorry, I didn't remember his name. It's Sage because in my notes it's Moon Man. Sage, so that's, yeah. Sage. Moon Man. Uh, Sage might help her figure out her dreams because, you know, I guess he knows about the moon, cares about the moon. Um, oh, and yeah. So, and Sage is from two Mary Kate and Ashley. Things. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Was that oh, also Lacey one. who told us that? Um, but yeah, he's in Holiday in the Sun and uh, So Little Time. That should be another bingo because we got a lot of Mary-Kate and Ashley and a lot of uh, Power Ranger crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So he tells her to drop out of the contest because, or he thinks that she's trying to psych him out. And she's like, no, I'm definitely staying in the contest because we know Xenon's very competitive and she likes to, you know, be the best at things and be in control. So we see on the news that the whole world is experiencing extreme weather. Flying cows. Very. Yeah, that's not really weather, is it? It's like well, maybe it's caused like, by like a tornado or gravity because the moon affects gravity. Oh yeah. It's extreme. I was about to sing "Define Gravity," but I don't know any of the words. The moon is what defying gravity. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and uh, the moon. Ooh. Ooh, in our musical version of this, cows would start singing Defiant Gravity. Right. Oh my gosh, it's a jukebox musical. Oh my god. They're gosh. like, did that really just happen? Oh, wait, that's the You know how that. Rockwells does like jukebox musical of movies? That's they should true, do a yeah. jukebox musical of Xenon Z through that no one will go to because they'll be like, why <laughs> this one? Two people will go. Two people will go. Yeah. And we could get uh. starships and then Defiant Gravity. Yeah, we do have to pay the rights for these songs, which might it might no be one a one-time show. It'll balance oh, oh, out because oh. I don't like no getting the rights for Xenon. <laughs> well, how does Not Xenon, do just Z3. <laughs> just, yeah, just Z3. Yeah. They're like, know. oh, Z3? Yeah, you can have that. <laughs> you can have that one. Uh, Xenon will cost you, but Z3? Mm. Yeah, we're giving it away. <laughs> right. I mean, we're advertising the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. so... They were surprised to see a spike in the views last night. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so funny. Like, if, like their boards, happened? like ex- the boards what? explode. <laughs> I guess we gotta push it. People really love this movie. <laughs> Twenty people watched Z three last night. Uh, so Xenon gets a message from Plank finally, because I guess they were having some, you know, extreme weather situations of their own where they couldn't get reception, and. Protozoa arrives, but he's not on the bill, and he's washed up. We see how all the teens are reacting to him. They're like, hey, didn't you used to be famous kind of thing? So you know, yeah, he doesn't feel good about it. Um, so Xenon tries to convince the conductor hairbrush man to let Protozoa play, and she'll be like, it'll be like retro major. Um, and Protozoa does play, but the crowd only wants Cosmic Blush. Yeah, and it was so sad. Like, the only people that were cheering for Protozoa were the, were the girls, and I was like, oof, I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> Your fan club, they'll always cheer for you. <laughs> <laughs> My fan uh, club consisting of three people. <laughs> Which, I, honestly, and I love you three people, I love you, I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> no. That sounds great. I would love to have a fan club of three people. I have a fan um, club of one. My <laughs> mom. You got it. I mean, you got to be your biggest fan club. That's true. And I think I am my biggest fan club at one <laughs> member. Um, so Plank and Judy take off to go after Dasha, and they run into a snow cloud in space. Ooh. So weird. Um, creepy hairbrush man talks to Bronley and talks him into um, be, about being the front runner. He's like, "Hey, you know what? It looks like you're doing real well. And if you win, I will need your unswerving loyalty." Because mm-hmm. Which... you know that loyalty swerves to the left and the right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's known for swerving his loyalty, mm-hmm. but he but Bronley assures him his loyalty doesn't swerve. It's unswerved. 
Um, so we then see Numbar slash creepy hairbrush man changing a rock climbing wall, which is to be the next competition. Shady, shady, shady. shady. business. He moves mm-hmm. one of the pieces to make it difficult. And, of course, that's Xenon's track he's mm-hmm. moving. Yep. Um, so the girls then have a little, like, a little fun moment where they say that they're all super tight and best friends, and Dash is like, and me too? <laughs> They kind of just go. They don't answer her. Mm-hmm. It's so rude. But also, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we ain't friends with you, Dasha. Like, what? Yeah, what, Dasha, what? Who? Who are you, you anyway? Away. Like, yeah, what are you, you doing here? How does she have a bed? I guess I, that, you know what. I don't know. <laughs> she lucked out that it was two bunk beds for three people. That's true. Yeah, she got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Margie and Cassie confront Xenon. Oh, she's okay. So they do the rock climbing thing, and Xenon is helped by some kind of spirit ghost uh, alien, alien light. Yeah. Uh, at the end of it, and then she's accused of cheating by Bronley and Margie and Cassie also confront her. They're like, "What is going on? Are you cheating? Should you leave this competition? What's the deal?" Um, and Xenon, they like, want her to leave the competition. That's yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, this thing that you don't understand is happening. Like, yeah, maybe you should figure that out mm-hmm. and not be in this yeah, competition. Yeah, because Cassie's eliminated, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Which is okay. rude. Yes. First yes. of all, rude. rude. Yeah. And so, yeah, Xenon doesn't know, and she's like, I don't. Honestly, I don't know. And Margie's like, Yeah, you should quit. Um. And so Xenon's like, All I do is win. It's what people expect from me. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Margie says, yeah, but you're supposed to win without pancaking your friends. Because that's a new one they were that's trying to pancake. get. That's the word. It's hashtag pancake. Yeah. Hashtag pancake. Don't pancake me. Mm-hmm. Xenon like, 1 was Zetus Lapidus. Uh, like, Xenon like, 2 was, I can't remember. And Xenon 3 is pancaking. Like, like smashing. I love when everyone smashing. said, I can't remember in Z- Z2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> How do we how do we get out of this alien crisis? <laughs> I can't remember. Granted, a lot of what was written was a setup for people to say I can't remember. It's not really the the catchphrase people were using, but <laughs> uh, it just fits so smoothly. Um, so Moon Boy slash Sage shows Xenon that there is a plan to build a permanent settlement on the moon. This is not just a, a concert. This is a, a forever thing. Mm-hmm. And he's against it because obviously he doesn't want colonization on the moon. Um, and, you know, she's like, oh, I believe this now because I see it because we see literal, like, blueprints for it. Right. And Xenon says, you know what? I think I got to go out to the moon because I have a feeling that somebody's trying to reach me. Uh-huh. Uh, so she suits up. She puts on a very questionable <laughs> moon suit. It's very silly. Um, very, very silly. She goes out to the flag that is very short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the scale is just... It's insane. Nobody saw that and was like, maybe we should make this flag a little bigger. It's the funny because the wide shot is just her like awkwardly standing. Like She's Aw- very yes. awkwardly standing. <laughs> And Why? then the flag is so is it, tiny. It, the real one's pretty small, though, right? Is it? I don't I, think so. It's my, probably not that small. Yeah, is it three foot five <laughs> inches? 
<laughs> also, like, whoever shot this was unkind to the actors because there is a scene with Aunt Judy standing in profile and she is slouching oh, so... they did her dirty. Uh, and it's so mm-hmm. funny and it's only for, like, a second, but it is very rude. The DP in yeah, this like <laughs> hated the actors. <laughs> They're like, is the, it, is so is it good? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, everyone looks great. I'm trying to look up how big the flag on the moon is, but it's only it's, telling me. I think well, it's not really size. there, right? Because we didn't actually get it in the moon, right? Ooh, ooh, I'm just kidding. We did. We did. Scandal. We did. We did. <laughs> My family works in space, so we did. It's so funny. You're like, they My work family in space? work in no. space. <laughs> I, I mean, don't believe it happened. My parents both worked on the space shuttle program, so. Yeah. <laughs> My mom so sent satellites to space. So, like, I know things go to space. <laughs> uh, okay. I know. Uh, oh, the flag on the moon is four feet long. Okay, so maybe it is that short. What? Why is it so short? Maybe they require a telescope around 200 meters in diameter to see it. Wow. Well, That's you know it. Crazy. What? Uh, another thing I learned on TikTok is the moon is only about as wide as the United States. I it's believe it. It's tiny. Oh, no. Also, it's a satellite. If anyone, if uh, it's not it's a planet, a right, it's, it's not, not a star. planet. It's right. a satellite. That's what it's Look, called. Who thought you'd be learning so much today on this episode, huh? Well, this not is me. an educational podcast. Uh, if it's if the you can find this in the person, educational section, the one person who searched this was like, "I know this will be the most informational <laughs> <That's> episode." <laughs> right. Right. They yeah. They were looking for science information. Uh so okay so dasha follows xenon oh uh we wait maybe she's not there yet uh but anyway so okay we get a visit from selena but she's completely different than we've seen her up until this point Mm. she is hot topic rock punk mm -hmm. rocker she's like in plaid she's got like cool punk hairdo and like a british accent and she says that she needs Xenon to get the humans off of her surface so she can live in peace. And she's been wreaking havoc on Earth so they'll stop, like, as a warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Xenon's like, oh, okay, got it. Cool, 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 got it. Okay. And then uh, Dasher arrives, and that's when they start to run out of oxygen, uh, which is very dramatic. And then Plank and Judy crash land somewhere. Uh, but then all of a sudden, uh, Xenon and Dash are able, able to make it back to the moon, uh, moon stock on foot. So, but the door won't <laughs> the open. Door, that's true. No. It's like all these obstacles keep popping. They're like, in. they're like, oh, straight. We need it longer, longer. There's more problems. But then it just opens because Sage opens it for them. Yeah, Sage was watching the whole time. Because mm-hmm. if it's, Please, it needs Sage. to be, if there's a love interest in a Xenon movie, he's got to be watching her kind of creepily, you know? Mm. They're oh, all right. slightly <laughs> creepy yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, and they all have to like right. kind of save them in some way. Even though yeah. Xenon doesn't need someone to save her. Yeah. She's a strong, independent but Gal. she needed someone to save her from the wa- the pool in the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what Cutter did for her in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this guy gave her oxygen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. Um, and so she, uh, she, you know, uh, oh, so he now, then they like switch clothing and he's got this clear coat on. 
and Ugh. it was a, it was a very oh, big uh, deal. It was a very big deal. It's, it's like just, a raincoat, but clear. it's hard because I know those coats don't breathe, and so they get foggy because you get hot in them. And uh, he's so he's got to be so sweaty, and it's like his final outfit in the movie. <laughs> so like he's right. wearing it for a long time for the whole climax of the movie. He must have had a PA specifically designed to like fan his armpits. Yeah. Specifically designed. What do you think the budget is on this movie? What the heck? It was all spent on that one PA because they I don't had know. They a <laughs> fog-free coat. They had a, a huge amount of like extras, and they were all wearing outfits that I don't think you can find easily. Right. So I don't. Yeah, know. that's true. I don't. They must have had. Also, a budget. they look. They look like plastic. Um, yeah outfits yeah yeah um so uh they got to get everyone off the moon basically as Mm -hmm. you know xenon's told him he's like well yeah obviously i'm on board i don't want anyone here in the first place so xenon makes up with margie and cassie and xenon tells bronley what's happened and he doesn't believe her uh and he says everything is about me because you know she's like this is about you dude it's about and he's like everything is about me but of course that's when selena starts messing with people with her little finger she takes a little finger and starts doing some magic and gravitationally (laughs) pulling them to the ground and stuff um and she looks like i mean how do you how would you even describe her like selena yeah she's like a 13 year old Mm. She reminds me of that girl from that one witch movie. Yes, Ru- that's right. Ruz- Feruza Balk. Mm-hmm. That's it. From the craft. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she absolutely. Or Return to Oz like for the. Yeah, that's know, the who Disney I know freaks. her from. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, she has that vibe. Um, and then we find. Uh, oh, so Xenon tells the hairbrush man not to. Uh, that they have to get out of there. Everybody's got to evacuate. It's not safe as he's giving sort of like this big speech to a stadium of people. And of course, he doesn't want to hear it, but then it becomes very apparent that they got to get out of there. Because he Proton. starts flying. Oh, yeah. Everyone starts like, f- like uh, uh, it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when they're like floating. Like yeah, floating, well, yeah. Selena makes him fly. So then everyone's like, whoa. And then mm. they. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I don't want that to be me. So we find Protozoa and he's eating mashed potatoes. I don't know what he's eating. It, what? Looked, it looked like ice cream one second, though. But, I will say. Yeah, it, it was ice cream with, like, green sprinkles. Mm-hmm. But it also could be mashed potatoes with chives. Right. <laughs> it's either or. Maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know which it was supposed to be, because there's a chance it was supposed to be one thing, but it was a different for filming purposes. Yeah. So. Maybe it was puree dinosaur bones. Who knows? Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's what it was in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, he's depressed because, you know, he's no one wants him. But guess what? He's super useful because he apparently has a big tour bus that he goes everywhere with. And right. they can use the tour bus to load all the people on and get them off the moon. So what a great plan. So we do that. And then the racers all get in their pods. And they get together to lift the top off of the space arena. And the just, dome. Yeah. They lift the dome. They just hurl it. Well, they get Aunt Judy and Plank to come and help because they can't do it by themselves. Right. It's a very uh, dramatic, climactic moment. Yeah, and they just hurl it off into space as space trash. Ugh. And then uh, Selena comes and she just makes everything else disappear, which makes me think they could have just made the dome disappear. Oh, my gosh. I know. Exactly. It was so silly. It was upsetting. Yeah, they could have been like, Selena, we have so all the silly. people out. Can you just... 
get rid of this? Yeah, no. Uh, they had to put a dome in space that would most likely fall into orbit and become a huge meteor that mm. kills a bunch of people on Earth. Yeah, that thing's huge. Truly. So Selene, uh, Nebula calls because the weather's better, I guess, and she asks about her Xenon's Sage Crush Major. Wow, he's right there in the passenger seat. And when did Xenon have time to talk about Sage? <laughs> no, because we saw every interaction, I think, unless they've been texting. Yeah, but um, also, when did she decide that she had a crush on him? Probably I don't during. Know. Yeah, it was very unclear, question. and it came out of nowhere. Because yeah. she definitely was into Bronley in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so then there's a concert, and um, Dasha gets the puppy, and um, Protozoa and Cosmic uh, collab, and uh, Xenon and then, kisses Sage. Yeah, he pulls her off to the side. He's in like, the and they kiss, you see it, which I was shocked about. They kiss. Lip contact. Like, <gasps> how? How? <laughs> this is how a does one kiss? Mama. I've been in the pandemic for so long. How does <laughs> one kiss? Don't ask me. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, because w- w- we didn't hear Zoom 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 the whole movie, and mm-hmm. we just kept right. hearing the song from this two from Xenon two. We thought they didn't have rights to the Zoom 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 song, but then over the credits they play a remix of Zoom Zoom Zoom. It's so, so not- weird. Why would you not use Zoom Zoom Zoom? But I'm thinking so that weird. they probably just didn't do it because the Zoom 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 is so that original iconic voice. Yeah, that uh, the mm. other guy singing it, it just wouldn't be right. It is so strange because oh, he did sing one of the other songs we had heard before. Yeah, but that right. other yeah. song was forgettable. So we were like, <laughs> I guess this sounds like it. Yeah. But if we heard the actor in this movie singing Zoom Zoom Zoom, then we'd be like, this doesn't sound right. Right. Mm-hmm. So up until sense. now, I believe this was Protozoa. Yeah. But now right. that he's singing, when <laughs> I heard that, I said, wait a second, that's yeah. a different Vince voice. Off. Or it just doesn't make sense if he's singing Zoom Zoom Zoom. No one's having fun with it then that would be that would we would be like why that doesn't make sense but if he's oh because it's such a banger it's such a crowd pleaser yeah how can we not yeah yeah so it makes sense okay it makes there we go we didn't want to we didn't want to insult zoom 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 no um but we reached that in the movie so that's it wow yeah now's the time for what's the moral of xenon z3 oh boy uh, listen, if you want to get ahead in life, uh-huh. have the spirit of the moon goddess lend you a little hand. Ooh, yes. That's mm-hmm. that's great for people who love witchy things. Ooh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, have faith. But um, I... <sighs> There was one thing that Xenon said to Dasha that I said, this sounds like a moral of the story, but it's just be yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the moral of the story is all Xenon does is win. Win, win, no matter what. What, uh, what. That's going that's in true. our jukebox musical. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it has to. Fully, uh, fully, fully. Okay, let's cast ourselves. Who would we be in Z3? Oh, boy. 
Mm. Okay, Oscar. I want you to be Raven. Oh my god, wait, I'm Nebula? <laughs> yeah, no, you're Raven. You don't even have to go to set. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, no, Nebula I wasn't in this movie. I think just Raven was in this movie. <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> it's just Raven! <laughs> I didn't know Nebula. She's like, she didn't even know what movie she's in. <laughs> <laughs> like, after, when she started doing that so Raven, she's like, I only play myself. From yeah, now like, on, listen, it's just gonna be Raven. Raven. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Okay, let's see. I think Rachel, you will play Dasha. Ooh, okay. yeah, okay. I do steal locks of hair from people. Oh my god, that's right. She's so Dasha. What's going on? And Claire, you would be you would be uh this you would be Selena from Cosmic Blush. Oh, 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 oh wow. Singer of Cosmic Blush. Wow, that's, yeah. um, that's, I loved her outfit, that final outfit. Yeah. I want to wear that. Because she can sing, and oh. she seems sweet, and she can move. <laughs> well, that's very flattering. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure I fit that bill, but okay, thank you. I will take what it. What the? You can sing. Move. And you are sweet. You can move. And look, you're I moving. I moves See? you've never seen. Selena, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I just—it's <laughs> Claire again. Selena just popped in oh, here really gotcha. quick okay, to cool. to say what's up because she heard that you were doing Z three, and you know she doesn't have a lot of mo- <laughs> moments to talk about her movie Z three. You guys are friends. oh, it's her movie now. <laughs> oh, she means Raven's movie Z three. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, let's oh, listen. Let's talk about Zaddy Watch. But who is the Zaddy that we're talking about today? Well, it seems like the only dad in this movie was Plank. True. Yeah, because Xenon's dad was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And he I remember him being a snack in the first movie. Yeah, we liked, we definitely liked first in dad. In the first movie, in the second movie, he was fine too, but in comparison with the first one, he was... Him. Right. Yeah. Oh, I do remember second dad. Yeah, first dad was like fun, he was like... He was like attractive. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. And then uh, two, he was fun and fine, but not as fun and fine. And this one, he was absent. He was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, Just truly. Kidding. So let's talk about Plank. Um, uh, where does he rate on the zaddy status? Oh, wow. Well, of all the movies, I'll put it this way. Of all the movies, I think Plank rates the highest on this one because he's like, like a good, he's like a good dad, and he's he's like they love being Dasha's parents. They got a puppy, which was really nice. He was taking care of the puppy. Um, I I don't think he's a zaddy, but he's a mm-hmm. he's a nice dad. Yeah. So where does he rate? Oh, daddy, d- dad. Dad. Just dad? <laughs> I think so. Okay. 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 Uh, I think so. And I mean, you know, he's still blank. He's still like, kind of like, like weirdly snappy and whiny. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um. Yeah. He's not. I'm not attracted to Plank at all. Mm-hmm. Uh. Aunt Judy very much is. This whole this whole yeah. film franchise is just an Aunt Judy Plank love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. 
That's the most consistent thing. Honestly, you're correct. 100%. It's they meet, <laughs> they marry, they have a kid. Wow, that, that's the wow. arc. Yeah. Wow. So the reason why a TV show never happened is because they weren't pitching the right TV show. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It needs to be about Aunt Judy and Plank. Um, I love that. Yeah. Oh, a fun, like a WandaVision before WandaVision. Yeah. Plank Judy, Judy Plank. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back on the zaddy watch. Um, so he's, he's a good dad. I feel like he'd be a great, um, husband, you know, cause he seems great to Judy and Judy. Um, Mm -hmm. to me, he's not attractive, but (laughs) <laughs> uh, clearly there's something there right right um and he can do it all as we've seen he is a driver's ed teacher and the commander <laughs> of the space day so he right. can do it all yeah. right um uh so i'm going to give him you know i'm gonna give the man because he has been consistent with us i'm gonna give the man a zaddy rating it's gonna be a bronze <gasps> It's gonna be the bottom of the barrel bronze. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Once you reach a certain age, it doesn't matter as long as that person is a good partner. And that's very true. He's a good partner. And we've seen him grow too, which is Mm -hmm. attractive as well. Yeah. So, bronze zaddy to plank. There you go. (laughs) There you go. That's really. Oh, that's really. That's actually really, really smart. Uh, way of looking at it and considering all of that um, I'm going to have to change my rating to dad wow oh was it going to be something no it was still going to be dad (laughs) (laughs) change it to but dad seems so harsh I thought it was daddy dad father oh I didn't didn't daddy dad father father seems the worst father is the worst worst. father's the worst dad is just like i'm a daddy oh i didn't know there was a dad daddy differentiation yeah so wait daddy is better oh because daddy Daddy is better than dad okay then i'll say daddy litmus scale or whatever what what is it it's his father daddy dad bronze Mm. silver gold platinum (laughs) right and then in the middle if we had art yeah. We could make this like a, a, a art chart. Yeah. Do that. Art to chart. Art I'll to make chart. a chart and I'll put it chart on the gram. Chart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so good. Oh, it's time to rate. Ooh, That's what that means. Okay. Out of Out five of pods, uh, racers. Because mm-hmm. those were fun. I like those the colors. Fun. Oh, and you yeah, have to. Power Rangers-y. You have to say what colors you pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Out of five pod racers. Um, I think I'm going to rate this. Uh, I'm going to rate this a. Uh, t- this is getting two pods: a blue pod and a green pod for me. Good colors. And uh, yeah, the reason that it's getting that is because I don't know. It was sort of just like a little disappointing that it didn't stay true to the Xenon legacy. Here's the thing: I'm not. I'm not the biggest Xenon fan. Xenon to me is sort of just like a whatever thing. But um Yeah, it just didn't it didn't it didn't feel like a movie or a sequel that honored the first two movies if that makes any sense. Yeah. It just felt like a weird extended episode. 
the plot was a little all over the place. Even after watching it, we were talking about it, and it was like, what? What did we just see? Yeah. Which for a simple decom sequel, that shouldn't happen. So for that reason, it's getting two. It wasn't terrible, but yeah. Um, yeah. I also was gonna give it to um, a pink and a yellow pod racer. Because mm. uh, uh, let's just face it, this is a terrible movie. The plot is horrid. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible movie. But it was enjoyable to watch with you guys, so I had a good time. Right. Um, True. I'm just like so, still so offended by the protozoa thing. That just like yeah. really irks <laughs> yeah. me. So that much. did feel like an affront. Yeah. I wanted to give it zero just from that, but I'm giving it a pod for all the fashion that I was very interested in, and then for watching it with you guys. And also because I know that this is the end of Xenon and it truly did go so downhill from the beginning. Mm. And I really do like Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, but oh my God, the sequels were terrible. And so I'm glad that it's over. So two pods. I on it. Like, like you said, it was very fun to watch with other people. I had no idea what it was about. I think I said that many times throughout. I was like, you guys, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally had to re-look it up and re-watch some of it to understand what mm-hmm. was happening. Um, it, I, I love the character of Xenon. I think Kristen Storms is great the whole time. Like, I think she's, she's great. She's yeah. like, Xenon's great. But like, this third movie doesn't have a real plot. And the plot that we kind of broke down out out from it or it just like wasn't told in a way that was like fun and would have made sense like the whole selena thing was confusing um so i don't know it was was it could have been like streamlined even with the resources they're working with but also there were fun costumes and stuff i just it wasn't a great movie so i'm giving it 1.5 pods oh what color so so i'm gonna choose the gray one who's the one i chose during the race who didn't make it and then 0.5 will be the other one that didn't make it which was green yeah. Purple? Purple. I think oh, green. It was yes, green you're right. Green. Green. Yeah. yeah. So that's wow. That. That's, um, I will wow. say, I think Xenon is a better format for a television show, and they should do it for Disney Plus. Well, you, Rachel, you mentioned that I, the, it felt very set up for a show. Yeah, right? I think they were setting up a Dasha to be right. the lead in a show. Um, which would make but sense. But that's not confirmed. That was just like you that, suspecting? I feel like that was kind of the rumors at the time. And then I looked ah. it up online and there was an Oh My Disney article about how they were setting up. They were trying to do a Xenon show, but it never fully made it. And mm. I think now they could do it on Disney Plus because they're not doing the Lizzie McGuire mo- uh, show reboot. They could do a Xenon reboot. And Wait, they're not? No, they can that. Oh. <gasps> I think it was because uh, they wanted to have it be more childlike for Disney Plus, and they were like, "Well, Lizzie is now an adult. There would be mm-hmm. some more adult themes to it." And they were trying to, they were really pushing for it to go to Hulu, and uh, I, th- Whoa. I think Disney just was like, "Not." They were too difficult, so they were like, "Let's just end it." Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. 
crazy. But it also, would be fun to have a Xenon show. Nothing I, is safe. I think Hilary mm. Duff is also working on a spinoff series where she is the lead of Younger. So maybe she has that in the works. And so oh, she's like, okay. kind of like, well, I don't want to fight for Elizabeth. Oh, good. I was so concerned about Hilary Duff not getting work. No, Oof. no, she's fine. It's just all the other actors who are really hoping for a comeback in their careers now don't yeah! have anything. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. Oh no. It's very sad. That's sad. Yeah. But so sad. but anyway, you know what isn't sad? We're done with Xenon Z three. <laughs> That's right, and we are. I mean, I, I'm ready to take a little pod. Mm-hmm. I just passed my little pod uh, racing test. What was your score? Um, a barely, barely passed. Barely, I got a thirty, thirty-five. Ooh, oh, wow! Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> passing is passing. Passing is passing. Yeah. And I'm ready to pass on to the next section of the vault. What do you all say? Let's we get in the pod. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Inside the Disney Vault. I'm Oscar. I'm Claire. I'm Rachel. Bye. Bye. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Z3. Or actually, the title is Xenon. Z3. Thank you yeah. for clarifying. Yeah. And we have closed the chapter on the Xenon legacy. What is next for us? We are stuck watching Stuck in, in the suburbs. suburbs. Ooh, I know my girl Brenda Song is in it, yes. and that's all. I'm super excited about that because I have missed her dearly. Is it Danielle Panabaker, one of the Panabakers? <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, there's more than one. Terry oh, yeah. Killam. Remember. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I just found out when Rachel said uh, said that. I was like, yeah. what the? I remember this being advertised. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, it's... Ooh. I remember being one of my faves. Just because... I don't know why. I don't know this if it's This feels good, but... like... I gotta say, just just by looking at the poster, uh-huh. it feels very much like a return to, like, decoms. The decoms that are sort of, like, hip and cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. It mm. definitely... In my head, it feels, like, very, like... Like, uh, kind of like new age Disney con- Disney mm-hmm. Channel original movies because there's like the 90s, like I know that there are mostly in the early 2000s, but there's like 90s feel decoms that are like the Brink and like Xenon. And then there's the new age where I feel like a lot of my friends dropped off and this is where it right, begins. Right, right. Like oh. the dawning of a new age. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So if I wanted to watch Suck in the Suburbs, how would I do that? Oh, uh, well, it's on Disney Plus. What? Whoa. <laughs> and what What do I do if I want to get in contact with us? Oh, to with talk about us? Suck in the Suburbs? You can find us on Twitter at ITDV Podcast or Instagram at Inside the Disney Vault. Shut Ooh. the front or, door. Wait, get this. Wait, dude, get this. If you want to do cool things like join the viewing party that we talked about that we had for Xenon, you can become a Patreon. And you can find us at patreon.com slash inside the Disney vault for more details on that. Yeah. <gasps> it's fun. We're planning more cool stuff where we get to actually interact with you guys and have like, I don't know, like more watch parties, more d- a trivia night maybe. Um, I don't know. The, the, what? Da, da, awesome. da, da, da. It was going to be crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Well, let's hop to it. 
Okay, we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com, grand gestures, meet-cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. Yeah.